0: Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Bravo and Blaze, where we not only provide quick weekly highlights of all the latest Bravo shows, but we're also 420 friendly. Today's guest is Gabby from Below Deck Sailing Yacht Season 3. She left this season more than halfway through, but this week was the season finale, and the reunion is on Monday. So maybe she'll give us some insight into what to expect on the reunion i'm excited but before we get into it make sure you go sign up for cannabismomboss.com the community for cannabis moms to get support and to feel empowered coming out of the green closet both safely and confidently For me personally, it took about two or three years to fully come out of the green closet. I was taking what I thought at the time were big steps, revealing my true self to the world. First, it was on a completely separate IG account called OG Jenny Blaze 420. I posted a picture of my face and my youngest daughter's face saying I was a canon mom And to me at the time in my narcissistic head thought the internet was going to explode and people that I knew were going to be calling me and all this crazy stuff, you know, kidding. I mean, I didn't think the internet would explode, but I thought there would at least be one person out there who was going to comment or send me a message saying, you're a bad mom or, you know, whatever the, the worst Worst feeling you can have as a mom. And I'm um, sorry to break this to anyone listening, but some people still do say that. However, it's becoming less and less, which is very important. And I feel a bigger purpose in myself to share my journey so that my children don't have to live in a world where people are locked up in prison over a plant and or still discriminated against because of the color of, color of their skin. Anyways, after I posted that picture where I thought that was my big reveal of coming out of the green closet, pretty much nothing changed because um, nobody even knew about that account. Although on separate from social media, I was educating my daughter who's now 12 years old. I was teaching her about... Cannabis, the plant, the science of it, how some people use it as medicine, and that it also has many wellness properties to it. Then I started to teach her about prohibition and systemic racism, which which led to the discussion of the perception and stigma in society and what that means for us as a family in our community where people may not be as educated on cannabis and how the laws are quickly changing very quickly. But soon after that, um, that's when I started Bravo and Blaze, which was back in February 2021, started by live tweeting, then making memes, then making merch, then starting the podcast. Then next thing you know, we're number eight in the top 100 TV, indie TV reviews charts, according to Good Pods. So now we, I say we, really just me, we're launching CannabisMomBoss.com. I have some amazing guests lined up to share their journey of coming out of the green closet and how they wound up in the cannabis industry. This is a really unique time in history where we have a completely new industry opening up with so much room for opportunity to be creative. So we'll get to hear how people from all walks of life wound up in the cannabis industry. And I think it'll be really inspiring for many people. And if you want to learn more, I'll be offering my own signature programs to teach you everything I know, everything I learned and experienced on my path to where I am now. And you also get to come along with me. One of the best parts of having this podcast is that I get to document my entire journey of creating this cannabis mom boss empire so that you all can see the journey for yourselves. All my content to date is out there. I mean, that's all I'm trying to do constantly is put content out. So you can go look on my Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, Twitter, the audio podcast from season one. Is still there from or on Apple, Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcasts, and Stitcher. And you can literally see for yourself what I've been doing. So again, make sure you go sign up at CannabismomBoss.com. And the launch date for the podcast will be announced very, very soon. So even more reason you need to go sign up right now CannabismomBoss.com. Don't make me get the red man video of him supporting CannabisMomPost.com. People function better when they're high. Hey, baby gorgeous. Welcome to Bravo and Blaze, where we're going to get lit off all the latest happenings going on in the Bravo TV world. This is a safe and uncensored space to discuss our love for everything 420. So grab your can of goodies and let's get lit. All right, what happened this week? I don't even really remember what happened on Atlanta this week, but um below deck sailing yacht is coming to an end, like I said. Tuesdays, we have Miami. I don't even I haven't been paying attention because I watched it when it was on Peacock, which is actually, I mean, we could talk about that because we are now getting these shows on Peacock, like below deck down under that is ending or ended this week. And that's going to start on Bravo. So there's like this weird overlap of shows that I have seen and shows I haven't seen. And it's getting so complicated, but this week, um, I don't know what happened with Miami. I don't remember, but Wednesday we had Beverly Hills, which I'm like kind of just so over the big mystery um, for Us or me, uh, after Beverly Hills was whether or not Erica peed on the couch or if that was body makeup. My good friend Rex Weed, who is going to be my guest next week, um, he is convinced that it's urine that she peed herself. So I don't know. I took a poll, it looked kind of even, so I'm not really sure, but um. What else? Then we had Dubai, Caroline Stanberry. She was triggered. She got triggered when it came to Sergio and out of nowhere was just like, are you going, is she going to suck your dick tonight or whatever? Oh my gosh. I was like, whew, calm down, girl. Um, Calm down. Take a Xanax. <laughs> Sorry, I had to. What else happened? Um, Then we had Dubai. Then, who, Thursday morning. That was yesterday, right? What a day. Okay, woke up, three new episodes of Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip 2, Ex-Wives Club. I don't know how to write it out officially, but, or even say it, but it's at Bluestone Manor with Dorinda. And I gotta say, Dorinda showed up she is killing it i'm obsessed with this season already i think it's better than the first one i just love it i want to go back and watch it but i had to do other things like catch up on below deck down under which um is done Asia is just so great um jamie what a buzzkill! in the end he could have pulled through to me love her Bertini Bertini and Culver what the hell are they going in the van I thought for sure they would have been like no we're not doing that anymore but um who knows what else um Southern Charm came out last night Catherine versus Naomi um loving it you petty little bitch um Sorry, excuse my language, but I'm just repeating what Catherine was saying to Naomi. You petty little bitch. Um. Yeah, I thought it was pretty good, pretty good first episode. I don't know the evolution of Southern Charm has changed a lot over the years, but in a good way, I think, because looking back at the old seasons, which were um, playing on Marathon this week and last week on Bravo. Oh gosh that stuff is dark. T-Rav, I don't even want to say his name. And even Whitney. I don't want anyone to attack me, but I'm concerned. I have a civil duty, social responsibility. Unlike Bravo, who doesn't seem to stand one way or another when it comes to heavy topics that come up. So... I don't want to leave on a bad note because we have Gabby from Below Deck Sailing Yacht Season 3 up next. Thank you so much. Welcome, Gabby from Below Deck Sailing Yacht Season 3. It's so great
1: to have you here. Thank you. It's so good to be here and finally meet in person, kind of. We've been talking for a while now, so I'm glad that it's working out. Thank you for having
0: me. Absolutely! So excited to have you here. I have a couple of questions, but also um, just for those who are listening, you left the show "Below Deck Sailing Yacht" season three a little after midway through, and this week they had the season finale air, and then on Monday this the reunion part one will be airing. So I guess um, I don't know if they announced that officially that there's two parts
1: to it, but um... they, yeah, I, I saw it on some Reddit thread, I think like, Oh, it's a two part reunion. I was like, what? No, it's not. So I like started doing my own research and I went to my trusty DVR Mm -hmm. and I typed it in and it said on like the, the title, it did say part one. So I haven't heard anything from production if that's true or if it's a typo mm-hmm. on cable. I have no idea, but that's that's the word on the streets. So they don't even tell you? They don't have, I, you to I have watch a watching reunion? I have a feeling, um, because I left the show early that they only update current cast members. Oh damn. So so yeah, once you're gone, they're like, Who? <laughs>
0: That seems unfair because you, the show is still airing after you're done with your season. I mean, you're not really done
1: though. You're still under contract. You still have to, um, you know, mind your P's and Q's. You still have to abide by the rules, but you're left out of the loop, to be honest.
0: Bummer. Well, what has life been like since the show started
1: airing? Oh, it's been a a roller coaster that you can't get off of. (laughs) (laughs) Both good and bad. Um, I know when it first started airing, it was, um, I don't know what, February, March. So it was like the end of season nine of Below Deck Regular and then Mm -hmm. into mine. And I was already in St. Thomas. I was already like, all right, let's do this. Let's go. And then once it started airing, I thought it was so funny and so um, entertaining. And at this point, I'm not getting recognized out in public yet, so I still have a little bit of my anonymity left. Um, But then, you know, midway through my stint on the show, it started getting a little dark and then I had to Mm. see myself And things about myself I didn't like or things I saw that I felt Mm -hmm. bad like I just wanted to hug myself through the screen and be like it's okay (laughs) you know so um it takes you through a range of emotions where you're like this is awesome and then you're like oh god you know (laughs) like embarrassing stuff or just um and then you start to see fan reactions and they're so intense like Mm -hmm. guys get a grip
0: yeah some people you know, take it too far.
1: <laughs> I mean, I guess the only thing you can compare it to, to me, is like when, when people ask, like, why do women like love these reality shows? I'm like, why do you guys love watching sports? And why do you guys get so riled up <laughs> yelling at your TV watching sports? I think it's the same thing. It's like you can watch something where you're solely present and focused on that and invested mm-hmm. in that. Mm-hmm. And it's the only time of day you're not thinking you know about really? your life and your what's going on around you. So, I feel like, um, um, like Rony fans and um, <laughs> Below Deck fans take to the web to express their disdain for their sports team players. Yeah, you know?
0: yeah, they do. <laughs> oh oh my gosh, it's quite
1: intense and so intense.
0: It is very intense. I started on Twitter and it was scary there, but then I went to Instagram and that was like. A little more friendly. I like to describe it as, you know, like your work cocktail party after work, Mm -hmm. you go and like Instagram's the first place you go, but then you get a little tipsy. Then you go to the dive bar after, and that's where you (laughs) go to Twitter and everyone's just saying whatever they want and don't care. It's pretty intense. But actually I recently, not recently, but my evolution started with Twitter, then Instagram, then TikTok. TikTok? is so so toxic I was shocked because I was yeah. thinking like my my 12 year old likes TikTok so for me I'm like what these people are saying the most vile things ever it's so it's so bad
1: I got TikTok like two years ago it's really lame I have like two followers one of them is my niece I don't post, I don't learn the TikTok dances, I just yeah. do not, I don't know how to edit or operate any of that crap, but I do watch it, like, cause some people are just so funny around the world, yeah. like, they're like, just so many, oh, wait, this is Sweetie, say hi, Sweetie.
0: Hi. <laughs>
1: Very <laughs> okay, cute. Now, now go away, get out of here, too. <laughs> um, some people are super funny, so sometimes I just go on there to just watch people yeah. and their funny jokes. Um, but I get sucked into conspiracy theories and true crime now. Yes. I like, love true crime. Do you, ever, you get that alert where they're like, you've been scrolling too long. Are you okay? And I'm just like, <laughs> stop judging me. Okay. I don't get right? an alert when I'm watching TV all day. <laughs> you know, you know my, like, hey, turn off your TV.
0: My second love after Bravo is the Investigation Discovery Channel. And it's just true crime all day all day long
1: Ooh. yeah so I'm more of a true crime bored. podcast listener Ooh, yeah those are like the number one podcasts are they're all true crime I really just zone out and like for, like it's escapist like I'm yeah. really invested in this story and I mean, need yeah. to know what's gonna happen right but, um, I, it's like a yeah. a
0: psychological thing it's your it's like you're studying how people behave and that's how I see reality television too it's Absolutely,
1: and you know, if you remember how Below Deck kind of started off as like a docu series, um, yeah, it was. You know, no, like I'm season kidding. one, yeah, it was more like a docu series, and it was introducing us to a world that most of us didn't know existed. Yeah, um, you know, so it was like, wow, they do what okay. for a living? And um, I was, I saw the show since season one, so I already had the seed planted to become a stewardess because I had Googled it um, when I was like 25 after like a backpacking trip through Panama. And I was like, that's it. I'm quitting my job. i traveling the world <laughs> for the rest of my life. And I just didn't know how to do that. And that's when travel blogging was just starting. And I was like, I don't have these skills to be a travel blogger. And I don't have the money to just bounce around the world yeah. like that. Not
0: but I Googled,
1: <laughs> I Googled it and um, a, a travel blog <laughs> popped up that had like 10 traveling jobs and a super yacht stewardess was one of them and there was a picture of a big white yacht and I was like yes that's it it. it." (laughs) I'm doing that one day and um, it still took five years after I saw that that blog post to actually do the research and you know make the leap yeah and then not long after that below deck was knocking down my door wow <laughs> yeah so it's that. been uh it's actually been they they first reached out in 2019 so oh. this is i've i've been like intertwined with bravo for yeah. a long and 51 Mind for like a long time and so to see this all finally coming to an end it's like wow what a journey this was not yeah. just not just in yachting but like in personal growth, I guess mm-hmm. and like who I was when I first auditioned in the end of 2019 to who I am now, mm-hmm. um, I think fundamentally I'm still the same person, but i'm more um I'm more like I love myself more, you know like I'm more like saying yeah. ride or die for myself more Good and I just, you. you know That's believe awesome. in myself more, all these things were yeah. uh, that positive that came out of it, so.
0: That's amazing. I'm a self-improvement junkie. I love personal growth and watch I that's what another part of reality TV I love. You get to see people, well, hopefully they're growing not all the time, but <laughs> I like to see the character growth and you know, we're all human. We make mistakes and I can't even imagine seeing myself like playback on video or anything. I mean, I don't even watch my own stuff back. I just <laughs> I'm not there
1: because there's certain podcasts that i just did that i'm just like i can't even sit through this like i'm cringing so hard right now i can't even finish this i'm sure it was great his <laughs> laptop but um for some reason watching this show i never felt weird or any type of way if anything i was like damn yes yeah, queen get it like that dress is fire your hair is on point nice and tan so like a lot of the time i was like huh there were times where I was looking at myself. Um, I think, oh, there was like a marathon on the other day and I'm finally home. So I, I've never seen it on TV.
0: Oh my gosh. Um,
1: so I was like, this is, this is weird because I'm in my house seeing myself on yeah. TV. Yeah. Um, but there was like a scene with uh, me talking to Gary mm-hmm. and um, we were sitting on the aft deck chatting and I just looked at myself and I was like, wow, I look so tired <sighs> and so defeated and so burned out. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, Oh, sweetie. (laughs) I was like, "Ooh, so like, but then that's, that's how we look in yachting. We are, we working 16 hours a day sometimes. Mm Um, 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 eating is just random whenever you can get time. And, um, I could see that even though it was only like charter four or something Mm -hmm. that I was already burned out and it wasn't, Mm -hmm. The work per se, it was all of the um, dynamics of the crew that was yeah. wearing on me. Um, you know, people can say I'm a bitch all they want, but I'm sensitive as hell. Like I am sensitive. Shame. <laughs> like I'm, <laughs> I'm like tough, but like I also take on things. I dwell on things sometimes, and it, I let it eat me alive. And sometimes, if you don't have someone there to like snap you out of it, be like. Psh, psh, you're fine it's not that big of a deal then you're like getting your head about it and Mm -hmm. I could see that in watching it back I could see the the spark in my eye slowly dissipate and I was just like oh that sucks Mm -hmm. because it was like I was in my own little world I wasn't on the same page with everyone else type of thing it kind of sucks because I'm pretty awesome
0: (laughs) That's actually what my um tagline was on my match.com profile when I mm-hmm. met my husband. I'm awesome and you have to be too. And he, <laughs> he likes to bring up. But He's um like, I'm,
1: almost, I'm awesome. Like yeah. the match.
0: Um I like to often compare motherhood or being a stay-at-home mom to being a chief stew. Because okay, you're perfect. constantly, I mean that those sixteen hour days that you're talking about, that's what I feel like just constantly. And like I compare my children to the most high maintenance charter guests who have no social awareness, and they're just like, <sighs> "Give me this," and like just very. I mean, I'll say it, abusive. demanding. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we need to normalize this. At least prisoners, you know, they get to go to the bathroom. Like I have little ones coming in with me you know i mean at least you don't have charter guests falling into the bathroom but i'm sure they are still demanding while you are trying to go to the bathroom
1: (laughs) sometimes we just hold ourselves a lot of students get utis midway through the season (sighs) because they just don't go to the bathroom or they're not drinking enough water because they don't want to have to go to the bathroom yeah It's it's a common thing i have friends like every other month are like i have a uti i'm like again girl drink some water
0: yeah. Your, and oh like gosh. that
1: cocktail can wait. Okay. This is not a restaurant where you need to turn and burn and like move as fast as possible. Like these people are essentially at a house. Yeah. Okay. So if you need to go to the bathroom, it takes three minutes and you're not mic'd up and you don't have a camera crew following you around either. So just run to the bathroom, pull your score to side, <laughs> and go back to making that cocktail because you are more important.
0: Yeah.
1: Then like your health is more important than the the job at hand, I think. So Yeah, it's been. I. It's funny that you compare it to motherhood because I was a live-in nanny before, when I was 25. Like Mm -hmm. when I was doing the backpacking thing, that was the moment I decided I did not want children. Um, Oh, you're like
0: like, firm on that, for sure. Yeah,
1: yeah, for sure. A lot of work. (laughs) I mean, I don't know how I'll feel in five years from now, but I've been—I've never had the desire my entire life, so Mm -hmm. I just don't think I have that. Um, I am very maternal. I just don't want all that responsibility. It's a lot. It's a lot. <laughs> um, and I like my lifestyle too much. But also, um, my first yachting job, I was the only female on board, mm-hmm. and I joined in the middle of a, an owner's trip, and it was the owner and nine of his best friends on a boys' trip. Okay. So I had 10 charter guests, all men. And then I had the all-male crew, right?
0: Were any of them
1: stews? Were you chief stew? No, I was chief stew, soul stew. I wasn't supposed to be the chief. This was my first job. Wow. But you know, all my years of (laughs) hospitality experience and um, I know how to do research. I know how to figure stuff out. I was just, I wanted to be trained properly and yeah. learn the standards of super yachting. So I had to rely on my Sue network mm-hmm. and connections to ask questions. I had to YouTube a lot of stuff, read mm-hmm. books, um, which was fine. But I felt like I had 14 husbands or four children. Um, I had, you know, I'm doing yeah. everything on this boat and I'm being run ragged. And these are things like they expect me to do usually if you end up on a boat that size and for some reason you're down a stew, the the crew will do their own laundry and take that off of you mm, because mm-hmm. they know you're preoccupied with the guests because I'm doing right. breakfast, lunch, and dinner service by myself, washing all plus those dishes, turn putting down. them away, mm. plus turndown, mm-hmm. plus um, guest laundry. I'm doing all housekeeping, yeah. all service, laundry, everything. That's
0: way too much. So,
1: but then the, the crew also expected me to... Do all of their bedding and their laundry, and the captain expected me to clean his cabin twice a week, like detail it as well Ooh, that's and a it was a, a month long charter, so the owner was on month-long. for one month, so you get no days off None. None at all. as long as the owner's on, you don't leave the boat and you work every day, you know before they wow. wake up till after they go to bed like
0: straight <sighs> that is like so, parenting.
1: Oh my God. Yes. I, that's exactly how I felt like. And I remember thinking to myself when I have eight hours of ironing to do one day in between service, I was like, Oh, is this what it feels like to be a housewife? (laughs) Oh shoot. Is this what it feels like to be a homemaker? (gasps) Mm -hmm. My mom did this for free because she loved us.
0: (laughs) It's insane. I thought it's a sickness.
1: (laughs) "I I could ever love someone that much. (laughs)
0: <laughs> uh-huh.
1: maybe i won't maybe i won't be having children but you know i wouldn't i wouldn't understand because for her she's like when i'm home visiting she still does it yeah you know and i'm like mom i'm 35 i'll be 35 in a couple of months And like she'll come into my room hey princess here's your coffee oh that's so like, sweet i, love I know that. i'm the baby of the family so i think this treatment from her is always gonna stay this way no matter how old i am but um she's a saint she like really does it because she she loves us and but I see her the laundry machines are always going just like on the yacht the folding and ironing never stop yeah. mm-hmm. the food it's, the kitchen's always in you <laughs> I'm and, like, I burnt you out. I feel like yeah I'm, I'm like, like
0: I kind of just I'm burnt out from all that I used to love to cook and now because it's been mm-hmm. like is something I have to do all the time mm-hmm. it's turned into like a line cook chore versus yeah. like putting the love and you know really taking your time and all that so yeah
1: because when you feel <laughs> obligated to do something it kind of takes the, the fun out of it for you like yeah um, I used to mm-hmm. love putting on like some music and like detailing my own room right and like mm-hmm. deep cleaning getting in there and folding and- yeah You should see it right now. It's an absolute wreck. I still haven't unpacked and I've been home for three and a half weeks. So there's just piles of clothes everywhere. My makeup's all over the bathroom counter. And like, you know, people would think like a Sue's domain is like (laughs) always on point. But like, I've realized I don't even like to clean if I'm not getting paid. Right. It's exhausting. I I don't want to do it voluntarily because when I go to work, I go, I do that all day. Do you think I want to come home and then clean my room? So I'll get to it. I'll so to the, it.
0: the reunion's coming up. Is there anything we should expect to see on that or anything you want to give us a heads up on? I mean, I
1: can't give away any spoilers. No, but I will say that I didn't expect to be on the entire time because I was only there halfway through the season mm-hmm. um, because in past reunions, if you left the season early, you usually they bring you back, or get they, excused, then, or they bring you yeah. in and then you leave. Um, and the new the newbies usually come in towards the tail end in the only episode they were in or whatever. Mm-hmm. But um, but we all kind of got to be there at the same time and interact with each other, which was I mm-hmm. thought was really cool and new that never happens on Reunion. Mm-hmm. Um, and what else? It was kind of chaotic. There was like a point in time where I was sitting there thinking like, this is so ghetto. (laughs) Like not only- What part of it? Not get flown into New York, uh, but like- Like the production part? I felt like chopped liver. Like the only two people that actually did glam was me and Daisy. Oh all the boys were just like rolled out of bed and was like so, you know uh, marcos marcos was in his car of course they also looked look handsome but i'm marcos just was this. in his car oh my gosh no. i'm sorry it's the funniest thing i've ever seen on that's funny andy Cohen's shows like yeah and andy had all these like jokes like he was quick-witted with all these <laughs> jokes um I was dying it was so funny like there was like a trash a, a man taking out the rubbish bin like walking past Marcos's car pushing the trash oh. can emptying the tra- <laughs> oh my gosh that's hilarious um, Marcos like, like he's been working a lot um yeah I, but like he was just chilling in his car. Like,
0: that's so funny.
1: Oh I have better gosh. things to do. I'm a celebrity chef now. Can we wrap this up? <laughs> it was like the vibe. It was so well, hysterical. Was his food
0: as amazing as it looked? Because I think he might be. I mean, obviously, I've never tasted any of the chef's food, but he looks like the best chef that we've seen on Below Deck. Maybe next to Chef Rachel. I'm not
1: sure. I can't tell I think that um, I never tasted Rachel's food but I watched her seasons and she is a genius like scientific type of chef you know mm-hmm. which I always thought was really admirable and she's the only female chef on the franchise that especially that like killed it that rocked it yeah. so my respect my loyalty <laughs> is always going to lie with the ladies yeah. you know um, But but chef Marco's is a very good chef and it was really surprising to know that he hadn't worked on super yachts in years oh I so he had been on land yeah he did he did say early on but no one really caught it Mm that he had been on land running his food truck for many years in LA Mm -hmm. and doing and cooking um as a private chef for celebrities so Mm. he had left yachting a while ago So for him to jump on not just a super yacht, but a sailing yacht, like, and just get back in there, like hit the ground running and act like, yeah, I'm good. Like that's super impressive. And I think that his culinary background, um, being half Venezuelan and half Italian Mm -hmm. really made things interesting and made him really versatile with his food choices and his knowledge of food. Mm -hmm. Um, I didn't get to eat a lot of it because I was too busy with the guests. (laughs) <laughs> but um, you know, if if I was clearing tables and I could quickly, um, you know, eat whatever, whatever it wasn't touched and yeah. on a platter, I would be like, mm-hmm. damn! Like even like this muscle ceviche, um, yeah, pretty much everything I did get a chance to taste was delicious, perfectly seasoned and high end. Not like some of these chefs that are just like, here's some tacos, like you know.
0: I always think of the nachos, not. <gasps> Not Keiko. Oh, um, Mila. other girls. Um, yeah. that's sh- <laughs> yeah, <Steph> Mila
1: from. <laughs> that was ooh, that oh. Oh my weird. God, Hannah's face. I know. It's like.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh, did you see Hannah has a new show? Yes, Love
1: Boat. Oh my gosh,
0: I'm so excited for her. I'm so excited for her
1: too. That's amazing. Um, I, I actually responded on Twitter. Like, I'm so happy for her. I actually got asked to be on that show as well. But then I quickly deleted it because I didn't want to start a shitstorm. storm. Like it, like, it was a long time ago. It was probably while I was already in discussion with Below Deck. Mm-hmm. So like, I don't know, beginning of 2021 or 22. Like, I was already far along in the process of Below mm-hmm. Deck with Bravo. But I had had someone call me from love boat that was like wow. they're in pre-production and they were like yeah but the crew is going to be like the one matchmaking for the guests and it's going to be all about that and like yes da, 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 da. and i was just like um uh it was still in pre-production and it's kind of risky to take like i'm like if i'm gonna go on reality tv i gotta go big go home okay <laughs> like that not, that show was still being shopped it hadn't been picked up yet yeah. by a network so i was like mm, right. risky um <laughs> So I'm glad that it's Hannah, though, because I missed her on the screen. Um, And she's just like turned into such a beautiful wife and mother. And her podcast is really good. There's some episodes I haven't listened to lately just because I don't want to get triggered just because some of the guests on there, I'm like, I don't want to hear it. But um, I've loved her podcast. And I think that she's great. Like, I can't wait to see it.
0: That's how I basically got started. She asked me to be on her podcast. Really? (laughs) Yeah. I probably
1: listened to it then before. Yeah, I was like, oh my gosh. (laughs) That's kind of a big deal, actually. That was a huge deal. Hannah's a celebrity, like an icon. (laughs) Yeah,
0: it was a huge deal. I was so excited and I'm forever grateful towards her. But speaking of love, I do have a question. Are you currently dating Wes from the other Below Deck franchise? Where'd you hear that from? (laughs) I think
1: everyone heard that. (laughs) Yes, of course. Um, Andy asked me that at the reunion as well. And I just was like on the spot. So like, yeah. Um, (laughs) Yeah, we we started dating probably around February or March. Mm -hmm. Um, It didn't start off that way. It was definitely not. The plan. I haven't had a boyfriend in like four years, and I just haven't been open to dating yeah. seriously or yeah. anything like that. But Wes is just really kind and and he's really supportive when I was going through it, like with mm. the show. And um, you know, we were working together as well, and and it just developed into first and foremost like a really nice friendship, and then we just kind of caught feelings. Um, <laughs> but our lifestyle is so hard to to oh. maintain and flourish a relationship like mm-hmm. he's still in St. Thomas uh doing the Boy Scouts of America oh. and then yeah so it, like instead of going out to the wilderness to like figure out how to survive he teaches these kids how to sail and like how oh. to you know survive at sea so he's doing that now yeah. <laughs> so i was like I can't do the Boy Scouts, obviously. Mm-hmm. Like, his boat is full of teenage boys, and, like, mm-hmm. I'm just like, no thanks. Sounds like a nightmare. <laughs> it sounds like <laughs> farts. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <All right. laughs> um, and and right after that, it's hurricane season in St. Thomas, and he, so he's probably going to take the boat to Curacao. Um, for me, I was getting burned out towards the end of winter, like, towards the end of the Caribbean season. Mm-hmm. And I And I was overwhelmed with the show and the drama and the off-screen drama and the trolls and the mm-hmm. conflict. And I just was like imploding a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I just, my intuition was like, go home. Just go home. There's work at home. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I wanted to go back to Europe like so badly, but I didn't want to just take any job. Mm-hmm. i'm like let me just be a little bit more picky let me not just be like oh it's taking me to Europe, i'm out or oh, yeah. money sounds good let's go like i'm like no i think i need to continue my healing process um mm-hmm. because watching the show and seeing certain things made me realize how much growth i still and healing specifically that i still needed to to do mm-hmm. and when you're yachting you put all of that on the back burner and it just keeps getting mm-hmm. prolonged and put off and put yeah. off and i thought what a better opportunity you know to go home and finish healing it's never finished it's always a process (laughs) you know um it's a journey yeah but I I don't want to deprive myself of that any longer Mm -hmm. I did what I said I wanted to do I took a huge risk by doing this tv show I've done a lot in a short amount of time I think I owe myself this now to really sit with myself Mm -hmm. and work through all of that like all of the issues that i had before the show the the new ones that the mm-hmm. show created and then and then get back into it you know yeah. so i i vowed to stay home this summer in sunny san diego mm-hmm. and focus on things that i'm passionate about um, mm-hmm. which is dance yoga surfing okay, okay.
0: Uh, Ooh, I surfing.
1: do I like kundalini like breathwork kundalini is yeah. my my thing like these <laughs> chakras need to be realigned <laughs> <laughs> I need to shut my brain off and that's the only way I seem to be able to do it so I do hot yoga vinyasa kundalini yeah I surf I dance mostly in my backyard yeah. Um, <laughs> mostly in my backyard but mm. um, I have some dance classes around town that I go to so Those are things that make me happy and bring out the best in me and immerse me into communities with other people Mm -hmm. that are good for me as well. Yeah, healthy environment. A healthy environment, exactly. So I'm really trying to not let money drag me back without completing this process that started started a year ago, basically. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm freelancing around town. Luckily for me, I'm like the only yacht crew apparently, and mm-hmm. on the West Coast because I get oh. called every day. Um, really? So every day, like I just got two about Fourth of July weekends.
0: Oh, wow! And
1: I mean, so I, there's always going to be work. There's always work, yeah. like you know what I'm saying. So I'm not missing anything. So yeah. I have to keep my FOMO. Uh, yeah. and, like, <laughs> That's you know, hard. FOMO is
0: difficult but you well, acknowledge the it first
1: time admitting that i have it i used to be like <sighs> no i don't no i don't no i do i do, especially, I do. Yeah. especially when i see my friends in nice and and you know parts of france or italy or greece or kelsey's mm-hmm. in portugal right now and i'm just <sighs> like mm, but i'm like no because even if i go to spain back to spain or no matter where i am these unresolved issues are going to follow me follow, and yeah. the same things are going going to keep happening yeah and the last thing i want to do is not be fully healed enter a new environment spiral and then you know miss an opportunity for something that could have been great because i'm not fully healed you know yeah so freelancing Love and some gigs is all i'm doing right now and the money's great because my experience is higher now and i'm the only one here so i can pretty much ask for what i want and people are like sure i'm like yes amazing i love
0: that and i i think that's really amazing that you are setting an example for people to take a step back and look within have some self awareness and heal we all have you know our own ahimsa i love that word mm-hmm. um in yoga or I don't know. Buddhism. I
1: yeah,
0: guess. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm probably saying the wrong thing, but I love that word. Cause it's like, um, instead of saying the word trauma, it's like emotional scars, but I don't want to yeah. say scars either. Cause that has like a negative tone to it, but it's like experiences. Mm-hmm. It's like, we've all, we all have our own experiences that impact how we are today emotionally mentally, physically, spiritually. And I think taking the time out is, you know, to work on yourself is very brave. And I think more people need to do that. And I love that you're setting a great example for others. So kudos to you. Thank
1: thank you. Thank and- you. Anyone, I mean, it's hard. It's definitely hard. It's I've been like, you know, when I was in St. Thomas, just super down for, even though I'm doing all these amazing things, I was super mm-hmm. down for a couple of months trying to pretend like I was fine but I wasn't then mm-hmm. I go through bouts of just being like yes yeah, I finally made it but that like I've, I've come out the other side and mm-hmm. I'm doing great but then like you know as soon as I saw the you know post about the reunion like I was like instantly it pulled triggered. back yeah yeah absolutely it's it, it's just um hurts my feelings like my feelings are still hurt and I didn't know that because I've been doing so great and I'm like cool next chapter moving on putting it in the past you know um and then it's like no you like come back here no you don't let me just suck you back in and I could stay off the socials like I don't have to watch it but at the same Mm -hmm. time it's just like it's still there yeah you know so Mm -hmm. I like ignoring it and pretending it never had like the show never happened is not helpful. So right. I'm just letting myself feel how I feel. Yeah. You know what, what I mean? Not, uh, trying not to be reactionary and mm-hmm. go on some tirade on the internet, which is really hard to do, by the way. I know it is. Ooh. So I'm very proud of my self-control. I've had, I've had my fights with Karens and trolls, but mm-hmm. you know, luckily for me, I'm just sarcastic. <laughs> 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 and people just don't get, they still don't get it. And it's fine. It's totally fine. Cause I've just used so many evil messages just by mm. being sarcastic and then just going right over their head and then they just leave me alone. So yeah, you know, it's, it's up and down. I try
0: definitely. not to engage because what <laughs> I've acknowledged is something that I've posted has triggered them but also mm-hmm. it's still my space and I don't have to acknowledge them or engage. So I just don't engage because it's something that they have to work on.
1: That's <laughs> and it's true. not worth my time. <laughs> well, what what the biggest thing is is that people project so much. So mm-hmm. to me, some of the awful things or comments I've gotten, which hasn't been much so I want to put that out there, and, and people have been so loving and supportive to me mm-hmm. throughout this whole process, um, which I'm super grateful for, but it's just more of a reflection of them and how they feel yeah. about themselves, and it, it says just more about them than it does about me, and I have to constantly 100. remind myself mm-hmm. that, um, so it's been interesting, but you know, I've diffused people so quickly, which yeah. their tones changed a total 180. I've gotten you're you know effing horrible you're effing this like a complete psychoanalysis of all of my mental health issues (laughs) like thanks, Dr. (laughs) 10
0: okay big butts Um, 20 (laughs) that's her screen name
1: (laughs) yeah exactly yeah it's just like okay um and I'd be like thank you so much for your concern yeah (laughs) thank you so much for taking the time out of your busy schedule to enlighten me about my mental health problems thank you so much and then I'll get like a a response like oh hey I didn't know you were gonna see this um um no you were great on this yes it's so weird you were great on the show we loved you you're amazing um I just you know I noticed some things in you that maybe if you ever need someone to talk to feel free to reach out And I'm just like yeah thanks so much Dave I will (laughs) and then they leave me alone it's so weird Uh so weird. Oh my gosh. Well, it's been such a
0: pleasure to have you. Thank you so much for being a guest and hopefully we see more of you mm-hmm. on Below Deck or on social media or maybe
1: maybe you're going to start a podcast someday. Who knows? <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Um I I feel like a lot of doors are opening for me. Yeah. I'm being noticed by people that I used to admire that are, you know, want to get me involved in things and I think that the next chapter is going to be super positive, and you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna come out on top. Like I just feel it. Like the universe is conspiring for me. I can feel it. I don't know what it is, but something's brewing, and I'm sure it's just gonna be great as long as I keep trying to be the best version of myself and I keep doing things that make me happy. Yeah. So that's what that's what we're doing now. The glow up, the level up is coming. Yeah.
0: I love that. I'm manifesting all of that for you. I'm seeing you on like some billboards, maybe some. Yeah. Put it, out, or, there. Put it yeah. out there. Put it out there. Put it out there. Thank you. Well, thank Thanks you so, so much, much for your time. Thank you. Have a Please make sure to subscribe, follow, like, and leave a review. We are releasing one episode weekly for season three. Anyone who leaves a review and sends a screenshot to bravoandblaze at gmail.com before the season finale will be entered into a giveaway where the winner will be announced on the finale episode. One winner will receive some Bravo and Blaze merch. And along with a special shout out and a smoke sesh with yours truly. So... Stay lit fam.